WKNC 88.1. You guys are listening to Carolina Grown. I am Grant Golden, and I am joined here in studio by a couple of folks that are going to be putting on a fantastic show, which is going to be tonight for all you listeners. Um, this is Corby, Chris, and Matt. And you are here from Legends. We have got Corby and Chris. Uh, you may better know Corby is Corby Hill. He is a member of Alpha Cop. He writes for a couple of publications in North Carolina. And Chris runs uh, Negative Fun Records. And together, these guys have been putting on shows. Uh, this is going to be their second one that they've done as Let Feedback Ring. Um, they are starting up a series for First Friday shows. And tonight is going to be the first one with Ghost Blonde, Alpha Cop, and Lay Weekend uh, at Legends. And thank you guys for joining me in the studio. I'm real excited to be talking about this stuff with you guys. Well, thanks thank for having you. us. Yeah. So when did you two decide to get together and start Let Feedback Ring? Was it? I think it was Chris's idea first. You'd been talking to some people. I had been wanting to do a hopscotch day party um, that Negative Fun was going to host, and we had just brought in Alpha Cop as a band to do a record. And um, <clears throat> I, excuse me, I had known that Corby has done some hopscotch day parties in the past, mm-hmm. so I called him up and said, "Let's uh, let's work together on this." Yeah, and. Um... You know, I said yes. There wasn't a, a name on it yet. You know, the Let Feedback Ring name hadn't, you know, been attached to this yet. But I had done day parties, you know, across the street from the school here at Sadlax for several years. Um, and those had been called Let Feedback Ring. And even earlier than that, in 2010, I had thrown a three-day music festival called Let Feedback Ring. And in 2009, I'd used the name again. So, I mean, it's a, it's a name I've been using for a while. Um, and initially, it was just, let's put on this day party and then after a few weeks of talking about that um you know chris brought up you know let's use the name let feedback ring because i wasn't going to push using that name since i associated with my own things i like the continuity yeah yeah bringing along what corby had been had started you know before a couple years before and i'll tell you what i really like is no longer how i can how i'm no longer selfish with that name how it's no longer this is you know, a thing that I have done. Now it's like, you know, it's a group thing. I, I don't want to piece it back out to where it's, you know, a thing that I am simply doing on my own. We had actually talked for a while going back and forth about what we we're going to call this event. Right. And uh, finally we were like, let's just go with let feedback. <laughs> we looked up like anagrams and all kinds of stupid stuff <laughs> and weird ways to abbreviate it. And it's like, this is idiotic. Let's just keep the name. <laughs> Yeah, and at this point, you know, it seems like the Hopscotch Day Party got quite a bit of attention. I know when I was out there, there was a whole slew of people enjoying the Bronze Chorus, which was fantastic. Um, I got to check out, I was mentioning earlier, Bronze Chorus and Drug Yacht, and there was a slew of bands out there. This seems like it was a huge, huge endeavor. Um, How long were you guys planning that show? Two months? About that. Uh, So, yeah, we started probably around, like, April or May, and... We looked for a venue, and once we found Legends, um, we started going in earnest and just putting all the pieces together. It was a kind of ridiculous lineup that we put together, I think. And why, you know, Matt said, sure, bring 13 bands into four and a half hours. This is a great place for that. I I can't tell you, but I'm glad he said yes. Yeah, definitely thought it'd be a good fit having, uh, you know, Having that quality of music and that difference to Legends, Legends is a dance club, but with being able to have all that live music in there and done with that kind of uh, that kind of style, I thought would be a good fit. Definitely. And so, what 
what drove you guys together? Because like you mentioned, you know, Legend is a dance club. There haven't really been events like this beforehand, to my knowledge. Um, what led to you guys choosing Legends as a venue for this? And for Matt, uh, what what compelled you to open up the doors of Legends to something so different from what usually happens there? What brought us to Legends was the space is amazing. Uh, the the uh, the the sh- uh, theater spotlight theater, spotlight theater yeah. um yeah. it's just got like the best sound in the city i think the outdoor best patio best catwalk in the city best catwalk <laughs> in the city yeah as well <laughs> and um so if, at first we weren't sure if they were going to go for it um we were actually a little scared off we we explored a couple other options and uh, once those fell apart we we're like no let's just go with our initial let's go you know talk to uh, legends and see what they say and uh matt responded right away and we were like okay i think this is <laughs> yeah we kind of wasted some time with some other options this is the right, right thing <laughs> well it's such a nice spot and there's also it's established you know and it was one of those things where we're like we're we're such upstarts you know yeah you we we felt almost out of our league a bit and it was very reassuring you know as quickly as yeah as you got back to us you know where we're like okay this feels like it's gonna work really well yeah legends have been around 23 years and um We've got a great space. Like we were able to run the two separate bands, and especially within, like you said, the theater. The audio in the theater was amazing. I remember walking in there sometimes to check, make sure everything's okay, and just hearing. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that's happening here. <laughs> that's not the stuff I hear usually in here. So it was awesome to hear that. And when Chris got a hold of me and said, you know, hey, did we want to look at doing this? I said, come on, let's go check it out. I've been doing the promotions, and we're trying to do different things. And and Chris couldn't have gotten a better time to be part of that. Awesome. So, yes. Good timing. <laughs> It all just coincided. So do you see Legends continuing on with events like this other than Let Feedback Rain and maybe opening up two more shows in, that are a bit more similar to the indie rock scene that is going on around here? Absolutely. I think Legends is, is not thought about very often. You know, you got Berkeley right around the corner from us right. and stuff like that. Um, but, again, our space will lend to a lot of different activities and things. I'm trying to get us involved with different groups and things so that that can be seen by everybody else because I have a huge spot. And, uh, and I think it's going to be great to continue doing it. Because yeah, he has, you know, you've got the outdoor area we used, which, you know, if you didn't go to the day party, it's this outdoor patio where you had a slightly raised area that the bands were, you know, up on. And it just, it was, it packed out really nicely where it didn't feel crowded while there were a ton of people out there. And then the inside area, the uh, inside spotlight theater that we use, that we'll be using tonight, um, you know, just has this really, like, dark kind of intimate like almost listening room atmosphere and then there's like a dance floor over on the other side that has a wholly different atmosphere that we did not use but we're you know there there are so many options in this in this club complex i think the the size of the place kind of threw a challenge out to us that we needed to figure out a way to fill it so the 13 bands was like all right here we go let's do it (laughs) bands alone you know that'll look it'll look solid you got a good bit of people already built in everybody stay for the other band sets yeah (laughs) exactly well it seemed like people stayed for a lot of you know it wasn't just the typical hopscotch day party thing where you go from one spot to the next right i saw people at the beginning of the night you know the beginning of the day that i saw at the end of the night Mm -hmm. and they're just going from one room to the next and hanging out and people were even sticking around afterwards hanging out in the in the patio afterwards so it was a it was a good good vibe in that place very receptive audience we'll just leave it yeah. <laughs> yeah and it seems like there were two different crowds to be receptive of something that was totally different because I, I know i for one had never been to something in legends and it was awesome seeing the space like from the minute i walked into the back patio and i saw this little fountain 
And I think I I went up to Mark from Ghost Blonde, and he was like, "Look at this thing! Like this place is awesome." And he was like, "Have you seen inside?" And I went inside, and I was like, "This this is great! Like, why are there not events like this here?" And it's so awesome to see it coming together, and hearing that there's going to be more stuff like this. And um, speaking of the Let Feedback Ring name, um, what have the events that you booked before this, uh, Corby, been of a similar? type of aesthetic or do you plan on keeping this together like with the the kind of aggressive indie rock type stuff or is this going to branch out into something a bit different well i mean i've i I would say that these have all gone under a similar aesthetic which is things that i like um you know the ones that i've booked in the past have tended towards rock and roll but you know they've also brought in you know bands that i just happen to like that have nothing to do with each other like i brought Birds and Arrows played one, Bitter Resolve played one. And I think that, you know, that's a range between a really tender singer-songwriter, husband-and-wife duo slash trio, depending on what period, right. between that and, like, a kind of Sabbath-descended, you know, sludgy thing. You know, and so the what what's continuing to happen is we're going to end up booking bands that I like because Chris and I do not have identical tastes. You know, it's funny when we talk about music, like... Um, we have a lot in common where our tastes are not identical, but it's still going to be a question of this is stuff I like and that I'm proud to like get behind. So I would say yes, but don't look for a pattern because I don't right. know what my pattern is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my pattern is either. Uh, the next show that we're planning on, uh, the bands that we've reached out to, they couldn't be any more different. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still you know, kind of loud, kind of aggressive in their own way, so... I don't like seeing the same, like, three bands sound exactly the same when I Definitely. go to a show. I want to see something a little bit different and a little challenging. So Yeah, well, in the very first Let Feedback Ring in 2009, I think it was. I think it was, Ju- yeah, it was July 4th, 2009, because it was that was where the name came from. I was like, what's a clever little thing where I can bring in, this is July 4th, but I love loud. And Goodbye Titan closed it, and as soon as they were done, Tilson played this crazy delay and reverb heavy star spangled banner and it was just dead quiet for the entire thing and just roaring applause i swear you could probably hear it from the studio here just immediately as soon as he was done and so that i i give that example because chris said you know the bands couldn't be more different you know it's like even with bands you're familiar with i would like it to be a little different you know it's i i haven't seen goodbye titan close with you know, Tilson playing Star Spangled Banner solo to a rapt audience again. So, I mean, that, that's kind of... We, we like we like loud, but not predictable loud. Yeah. I, okay. So, speaking in terms of how you were mentioning, you know, similarities and differences between the types of music that you guys enjoy, um, what is that? Like, what are what are some of the ones you share in common, and how, how do some uh, of your tastes differ? Oh, snap. That's funny, because... Uh, <laughs> I think it was like the Friday night of Hopscotch before our party. I texted Corby and asked him where he was going to be. And he's, he gave me a list of bands and I gave him a list of bands. And he responded back. It's like, this is the craziest thing. Like our tastes diverge, but then they meet in like the weirdest spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess what was the question? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's um, what was similar, what's different. I mean, I think that you leaned more towards like kind of garage and kind of yeah. trebly snappy stuff. And like, I'm, 
I've been really into like, you know, just straightforward pop lately, like R.E.M. and 80s Michael Jackson. But I also yeah. like absolutely adore like just patient music, like Thursday night at Hopscotch, you know, talking about Hopscotch. So I closed my night with Jonathan, Ka Jonathan Cain's February, and he was the original Swans drummer, and his current project is just this incredibly patient. It's like if, if Earth was a blues band. And so it's he'll play like he's the drummer, and he had three guitarists um, and a bassist, and they're just all these like New Yorkers in like their mid-50s wearing all black, just totally somber, totally legit. And they would play like half of a blues riff and repeat it for eight <laughs> minutes. And, you know, it was just so just meditative, and I was just so hooked on that, and I couldn't move. And um, I don't know, I feel like you might be bored there. I, I or may not, it, may not um, stay the whole time, I guess is more my point. I saw what I needed to see moving on. Yeah, I was at, I was at the Oblivions because that's where I was going to be, like, you know, from the moment that they announced the lineup. So <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of treble guitar, garage rock. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard because like I've I've had a taste for like noise and drone and stuff, but I mean the stuff I'm listening to right now is a lot more accessible because there comes a point where you listen to so much experimental music you feel like an idiot and have to listen to something with a chorus. So yeah, I, I guess you could say that our tastes uh, converge around the, I guess where Alpha Cop meets. Sure, <laughs> brings it all together. Sure. And so out of interest as well, um, Matt. What what is the typical what is the typical listening session for you? Because, uh, like I said, it's interesting to see this this intersection of what a lot of people would probably imagine to be very different uh, sort of staples of Raleigh at this point, and it's it's awesome though because it's clear that there is an intersection. The same way that you know Corby and Chris are sitting here talking about their differing tastes, it's clear that there's something similar between these two organizing let feedback ring and legends yeah absolutely you know personally i'm a rock listener so i'm not part of the normal music that's at legends with the dance stuff but i get to hear plenty of it so maybe that's why i'm definitely a rock person so hearing about hopscotch you know i bounced around a couple times with it and i was like well, how cool would it be i got hopscotch where i'm at that's pretty cool so right. let's try that so i get that benefit of it um you know and the typical stuff at legends with the dance and, the, and that stuff but um monday nights for instance we have an industrial night or an underground night we also call it a goth night um, you know, a lot of those folks made it out for Hopscotch once they found out that we were doing it here. So we have such a different elected, you know, a different group there, but they have the music tastes are all over the place with that. So that's what makes it a good fit, I think. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. It seems like the, that there's two different groups of people here that are very open to a lot of different things. And I feel like that speaks a lot with a lot of Raleigh and even talking with Hopscotch, you know, cause you guys were saying, you'll combine schedules with someone and you realize that you guys are seeing at the same time two entirely separate bands, but then coming together to see something at the same time that you would have never imagined the other person seeing. And the intersection is always really telling because that's how you can tell, you know, you know, what all you have in common. And it's not like the other, it's not like the bands that Chris saw that I didn't see were bands I disliked. It was, you know, just like, it was weird where we fell on the same spectrum. Definitely. Yes. And then on Saturday night after the, after our party, Corby and I and uh, my partner with the label, uh, John, who lives up in New Hampshire, we ended up at the exact same. We, we just teamed up and just hit a bunch of places, you know, saw a bunch of bands for a couple of, couple of minutes each time and went to the next thing. So mm -hmm. Definitely. And so we are getting ready to take a brief break. You guys are going to check out some of the bands that will be playing at tonight's showcase with Let Feedback Ring 
It is a part of the first Friday festivities that will be going on, and Ghost Blonde will be headlining. Alpha Cop will be playing, which is the band that Corby right here is featured in. And we will also be hearing some from Lay Weekend, who will be playing tonight as well. So stay tuned to Carolina Grown, and we will be back shortly. WKNC 88.1, we are back with Corby Hill, Christopher Fusco, and Matt Cossey from Legends. Uh, these guys are all involved in organizing this uh, Let Feedback Ring Showcase, which is going to be taking place tonight at Legends uh, with Ghost Blonde, Alpha Cop, and Lay Weekend, uh, three fantastic local bands from the area uh, we have been given a lot of love to Ghost Blonde throughout the past couple months. Uh, those guys are going to be playing at our Fridays on the Lawn in November with Naked Gods. It's going to be a really, really awesome event. And uh, clearly these guys have got quite an affinity for Ghost Blonde as well. Um, what is it that drew you to all of these bands, aside from the obvious interaction with Alpha Cop and Corby and Chris? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start with Lay Weekend. Um, they, um, you know, they're guys who have been in bands or in the Triangle just kind of forever. Um, and... What happened was when we played our first show as Alpha Cop about two years ago, I don't remember the exact date, but um, it would have been right at two years ago at Chapel Hill Underground. They played with us, um, and we've just been meaning to play with them again. And, you know, we'd been talking with them and everything, and then when Chris and I started, you know, planning the first Let Feedback Ring, um, Sorry, first Friday let feedback ring. I should clarify since there's so many things by that name at this point. <laughs> um, it, it just was kind of a natural discussion, you know. With uh, I was talking with Brian, you know, we were talking with Brian, the drummer for Alpha Cop, and he's like, you know, we've been talking with them about playing another show together. Let's just make it this one. Um, and I dig them because what they do is kind of, kind of like '70s prog. Because you know, I'm not talking about prog where it's like you know the whole. Mars Volta thing where it's like yeah. we're so amped up all the time. Oh, this is different too. Oh, this is different too. <laughs> but like the kind of like I don't know the the different kind of chopped up the kind of thing where you yeah. wouldn't be surprised if suddenly someone is playing a flute, <laughs> and then suddenly someone's playing a harpsichord. Only it's three guys, you know. But they're kind of coming from that same um, point in space, and I really appreciate seeing it live. I do like the like the power pop um, aspect of their sound too. They kind of yeah. remind me a little bit of. Some like '90s Boston bands like uh, Buffalo Tom, um, Pernice Brothers. I guess not so much '90s, but anyways, they they do have that kind of poppy, you know, vibe in addition to the the proggy aspect yeah. that, that Corby yeah. likes. They they have mix. enough. Yeah, they have enough of the pop to to draw in people that wouldn't be super interested in the longer prog experimental stuff like you were talking about. They're not like yeah. super amped, but they get they have enough exploration in their sound that. It feels like once it gets a little out there, they reel it in with the pop or like a, the awesome refrain that they'll have. It's just mm-hmm. it's a, it's an awesome combination. Absolutely, and yeah. They know when to get loud. Yeah, and a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people don't straddle that line as finely as Lay Weekend can. Um, a lot of the times, I'll see a show from a band like that, and I'm like, all right, well, this is uh, getting a bit extensive. Maybe, maybe you can. Uh, Tom Petty once said, "Don't bore us. Get to the chorus." <laughs> Heyo. Hey. So let's see. Uh, um, and I, I can't talk about Alpha Cop because I'm in Alpha Cop. I mean, I, I like playing shows. That's about all I can say. The uh, response <laughs> that Alpha Cop got at our Hopscotch Day Party just kind of floored me. I walked in there after, um, you know, running in between the outdoor stage and the indoor stage. And I walked in and just saw this huge crowd just digging what Alpha Cop was doing. 
So, um, you know, I think it's funny because when we originally were planning the, the Hopscotch Day Party, the, the plan was to put Alpha Cop on the outside stage. And uh, Corby and I went back to go, like, check out the place. He hadn't seen it. And uh, we went into the theater, and he's like, I want to play here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's... Uh... I'm the, I mean, I'm the lyricist for most of the songs. Brian uh, wrote the lyrics to one tune, and honestly, it's it's one of those things where when I sing it, I'm like, I wish I had written these words. They're amazing. But, you know, thematically, my stuff tends to be pretty dark and introspective. You know I mean? I'm a really happy dude. But, like, that's where I put all my dark is in my songs. <laughs> you know, and so I saw that room, and I'm like, this is perfect. And, like, I remember, too, the day of the show, like, I got Matt to turn the lights almost all the way off. I was like, dimmer. Dimmer, dimmer, you know, like just the pure mood of that room I adore. Yeah, it was, it was really, it was a, it was a fun vibe in there. Yeah, and it, and it definitely seems like it'll lend itself to, uh, to the festivities that'll be going on with the Let Feedback Ring Showcase tonight. Um, and there's, there's a lot of room in there to, to get amped. And I feel like Ghost Blonde does a lot of that. Yeah, I was talking to Mark not too long ago, and he was telling me how excited he was to make use of the catwalk. Oh, definitely. So I can, yes. I can definitely catwalk. see that. Um, he'll be doing one of his dances, I guess. Awesome. <laughs> so, um, But we do have to throw an assist out to KNC because I hadn't heard of Ghost Blonde until they uh, were interviewed here on your predecessor show. Nice. And I heard that. I was driving home from work, and I was texting. I texted Corby when I stopped, and I was like, uh, Ghost Blonde, we got to do something with these guys. Mm-hmm. So that was around the time of the Hopscotch Party. We were trying to figure out a way to work them in. But, um, yeah, so as soon as we had an opportunity to, to get them in on another show, we, we pulled them in there. So I'm excited about them. I like them. They're, they're a fun band, and they're doing good stuff. Definitely. And they're, they're amidst a crop of a lot of young musicians that are making some awesome music and getting the deserved recognition for it. I know there's a lot of bands like that that are coming up around here right now um last week of course we had uh mibso on the show those guys just graduated college and these guys are just toured china and japan playing bluegrass music and then you've got you know morning brigade record is great so good it's 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 fantastic and you know you got the morning brigade still in college playing music and getting a lot of recognition uh going on tours it's awesome to see the the creativity that this scene has bred and you know kids that are still in college that are making music and playing alongside the people that influence them. It's it's something that you don't get to see a lot, and it's really cool to see around here. Yeah, those alpha, uh, those alpha cop guys. No, you're those alpha. Cop <laughs> those alpha cop those, guys. Those ghost blonde guys were were telling me uh, that they were pretty excited to play with Low Weekend and Alpha Cop too. So it's it's gonna be a good pairing. I'm excited for it. Definitely. I'm so I'm interested in seeing. Um, do you guys plan on this evolving past a first Friday showcase? Do you guys see yourself? Uh, promoting more shows out or is this just going to kind of be a monthly thing at this point i didn't see myself booking shows after the day party Um, (laughs) once the day party was done i'd been working on negative fun stuff since the spring of 2012 so um the hopscotch day party was going to be like the end and then my break because we're not doing anything else for the rest of the year. And this is your break now, right? And this is my break right now. <laughs> and uh, we we were settling up at the end of the day. At the end of the day, and Matt pulls me aside and he's like, "Do you want to do this? You know, on first Fridays, try to make a regular thing out of it." And I was like, "No, yes." <laughs> <laughs> and um, so here we are. Well, and it's funny because we talked about you know after it got done, 
you know, because it was not only put on this thing, but it was also see all these bands at Hopscotch. And for me, I was covering Hopscotch for two papers. And so, I mean, I was also working at the time. Um, and uh, at the end of all that, you know, I got home. Because, I mean, I live in Pittsburgh. So for me, it was see these bands. I saw some asleep. And then after sleep, I was like, all right, let's drive the 45 minutes home and let's sleep the sleep of the dead. Let's do nothing for a very long time. Um, and so we'd emailed about, you know, let's take a little time off before we start planning the next one. But I think it was within a week. We're like, let's plan the next one. I don't even know if it was a week. <laughs> you don't think it was I, a I week? I think it was like the Wednesday <laughs> afterwards. We were like, all right, let's start planning it. Yeah. The idea was let's take a week or two off. We couldn't even. Yeah. yeah. It's, Days. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that I like being busy or that I'm compulsively busy, but if something that I'm excited about, I don't really want to. You know, really hesitate. I don't want to hold it in my future. It's like, no, let's get to work on this. You, you kind know? of want to build your build on your momentum, anyways. Yeah. Uh, I I just couldn't stop. I had been going for so long doing different projects. As soon as I felt like I didn't have a project to work on, I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I I, I, I got to start doing something else. And we just put this together. Awesome. And so I'm interested to hear a bit of the involvement with Negative Fun because it seems like you guys are kind of torn between two areas. Um, so are you based here in North Carolina and the other half of the organization is up in New Hampshire? That's correct. I started the label. Um, I put out a little Facebook post telling all my friends that I was starting a label. That and makes it real. It makes it real. It is. I, I started a Facebook page. I made it real. Um, and my good friend who I used to work at record stores up in Massachusetts with uh, for years and years and years, he sent me a text message and he said, do you want a partner? I was like, I've been waiting for you to call. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he, he lives in West Lebanon, New Hampshire, which is where Dartmouth College is. And it turns out that there's a pretty interesting music scene going on up there. Um, so we just kind of came up with this natural pairing of artists from North Carolina and Vermont, New Hampshire, which is how we brought Alpha Cop into the fold and the band Carton from Vermont, who people down here might know. Uh, Ryan from Carton is in a band called Heavy Winged, who have put out records on the Three Love label. So, excellent label. Yeah. Excellent, yeah. Excellent label. So, um, yeah, that's uh, basically I just end up on phone calls with my friend um, every week, and we hash things out, and we go over, you know, what's new with the label, we work on, you know, why is this record taking so long to come out? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the money coming from for the next record? That kind of stuff. Right. So a bunch of gangsters how's the consignment doing it you know feeding tube and east hampton things like that I'll so, just keep dropping names <laughs> so do so do you see uh some of these northeastern bands coming through in this area and getting put on spotlight through let feedback ring is that like one of the the goals down the line at this point i would like to see that um one of the things we really want to do with let feedback ring is spotlight more of the regional artists, right. not just Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. Um, two of the bands that played the day party from Richmond, uh, the label Cherub Records that co-sponsored our party is based out of Richmond. And we had bands from Greensboro, Charlotte, and it was really cool to see all these different musicians from different parts of the area kind of interacting and networking. And, you know, we want to get Hoax Hunters and Snowy Owls back here. We want to get, you know, Black Market, Narada, mm -hmm back here and maybe yeah. have you know bands come and play let feedback ring and then go up to richmond and play that maybe the same show or go to you know charlotte and play the same show or go to wilmington and play the same show beyond that you know it's 
the region just feels so coherent, like just from people. I mean, these, these towns, you know, they're three, four hours apart, maybe even like less, I mean, like two hours apart, you know, right. just that within that scope. And so they play with each other often enough so that when you get a bunch of them in a room together, you know, like 13 of them say, like we did, <laughs> um, it doesn't seem like, you know, or any kind of like major differences between what's happening. It seems just fairly seamless. Enough people know each other and enough bands are like, kind of influencing and counter-influencing each other, you know. We're, it, um, it's coherent. I, I, I hate that I can't come up with another word for it, but that's just what it is. You know, and I like being able to explore that and how that works. Uh, yeah, we would love to get more of the bands that we've put out from, you know, Massachusetts. Well, we got bands from Massachusetts coming. That's another story. Um, <laughs> you know, Vermont, New Hampshire, get them down here. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, working out schedules and things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, because these are people with jobs, families. families and stuff, you know, like, and it's, yeah, so, so touring is not on a lot of these guys' plates. And, and it's it's that, too, is it's people who, like, um, the the modern mechanism is so different. You know, you have, like, all these cool, like, older like technologies that you're able to use more like you know vinyl you know and so a band can release a cool record and sell it without really being able to play as far from home as they'd like yeah. i think that it's cool being alive in 2013 when you can do that one of, one of the cool things about our, our party too was um we brought our friends phantom glue down from boston um my friend mike has been in the band since its inception and he's got, you know, wife, two kids, a full-time job. And Phantom Glue toured last year, and he couldn't go on tour. They had to get a ringer guitar player. So they were able to book, like, a little mini tour down here. And Mike was able to get out and go on tour and, you know, get to experience that mm -hmm. where he couldn't do it beforehand. That's awesome. And speaking with you're doing this while coinciding with all of the stuff that you're doing with Negative Fun and... Corby, you are involved in a lot within the local scene. You write for which which publications are you writing for at this point? Because it's a couple. <laughs> I know that much. Um, right now I am um most active with indie and creative loafing. Um, I uh, I've written a good bit with Shuffle. Um, let me see. So my last thing with Shuffle, I think, was this past spring. Um, I've got something coming out in a fairly large magazine here, um, start of 2014. I can't say just yet which one it is because it's still a little early, early on, but something I'm pretty confident about. So, you know, it's right now it's two really strong, you know, a third one that I've been pretty active with for a few years and another one that's about to come over the horizon. And so, I don't know, I've... I've been trying to branch out from music writing to just be more a general writer too, because I realized that as my involvement in music increases, because I've always played music. I mean, I've been in a band consistently since 2005, just, you know, when I moved, you know, and that was in Asheville. And then I moved to Greenville and immediately started up a band when that one split, I started another one. There's not been a break since 2005, but Alpha Cop, I feel is like getting, you know, people like come out and see us for some reason. And that's neat. And so, like, as that's happening, you know, I'm starting to, like, branch out to where I'm not just calling myself a music writer because I don't feel it's fair to be like, I'm a music writer and here's my band that people like, you know. So, yeah. And it's it's interesting to find yourself in the area where, you know, like, you're making music, you're writing about music, you're booking shows. Um, how does it come to play that dual role, like, with Let Feedback Ring? You have organized the show and here you are playing at the show as well. How, how does it feel to know that you are so involved in 
so many of the different aspects of the show at that point. I mean, it honestly, it feels pretty natural to me because I music is something that like the only thing I've loved longer than music is Star Trek, and they, <laughs> they haven't put me on the show yet, so I, I I'll just get involved in the one I can get involved in. Um, it feels natural, and it also playing my own thing that I've organized doesn't feel weird because I know that I that you know I'm gonna play this one, but I'm not gonna play the next one, and it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal if I play, and it's not a big deal if I don't. You know, it's just, it's it's kind of what I do, and I'm involved in as many ways as I know how to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm conscious, you know, of conflict. You know, I, I tell, you know, my editors at different papers, okay, I'm involved in this, I can't write about it, or I know right. this band too well, I can't write about them. You know, so, I mean, it's just so long as I'm cognizant of what I'm doing, it doesn't feel weird. Awesome. And selfishly, as the, uh, you know, the label head who put out a record, you know, by Alpha Cop, I want Alpha Cop to play as many shows as they can. Right. Because it helps to move units. Definitely. <laughs> We're just a unit to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this latest Let Feedback Ring is happening the day after Halloween, the Day of the Dead. Do you guys have any special event planned to coincide with this? Is there any sort of theme going with the show? Uh, there's talk that some of the bands are going to be in costume. I'm not sure if all of them are going to be in costume, but there's there's talk. I was talking to the Ghost Blonde guys a couple of days ago, and uh, they were pretty excited about the Day of the Dead thing and dressing up. And so Going I as think, ghosts. I think they got something planned. Ghosts or blondes. blondes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Because uh, I know there is a lot that is happening around here with the Halloween stuff. Um, just had the LBLB show with uh, Justin Lacey and the Swimming Machine, and it's, it's always cool to see these these themes coming about at shows because it's just i don't know i don't know about you guys but i love going to shows in a costume it's just awesome i don't know what it is about it it's just so enjoyable it's like there's shows going on on stage and then you see people dressed up as someone ridiculous maybe getting a little too wild i don't know it's just always so exciting to see and take part in well, I mean, and as a performer, you perform differently in a costume, too. Um, this band that I played out a bunch in, Where the Buffalo Roamed, um, for a little while there, I would, like, shave my head and, you know, give myself, like, Iroquois war paint where I would have, like, a red <laughs> stripe running, you know, around my eyes and then around to the back of my head. And I found myself, like, that led me to do crazy stuff. Like, I was yeah. drum jumping through drum kits and, like, just playing the songs faster and fiercer. And, yeah, being in costume changes changes things. There's something, um, oh, excuse me, there's definitely something to that because there's a band called Nobody from California. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, from what I've heard, that dude, when he's not in costume, is just the, the meekest, just like kind of just afraid to talk to people. He puts that bunny mask on and he's a Game maniac, over. an yeah. absolute maniac. He's, Were you at the hopscotch that he did? I, I, it was, I was nuts, not I saw it that. It was great. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a there was someone in the audience who was videotaping what he was doing, and so he grabs their camera and like does a selfie video of himself while he's singing, and you nice. could see the person whose camera it was, and they were flipping out. They were so excited. I mean, it was a fantastic performance. Yeah, I've yeah. seen people in costume usually get far wilder. Back in New Bern, um, I saw a show by a band called the Kung Fu Dykes, and they were dressed up in samurai attire, full body paint. And it was ridiculous. It was one of the most ridiculous shows I've ever seen. The dude drank the better part of a fifth of Jaeger on stage and kind of wobbled around for the rest of the set. And it's like, you don't 
this seems like it will be far less cool if these guys weren't dressed up as samurais at this point. It might be a little sad. I don't know how I'd feel about it. But it's and at this point here we are talking about samurai costumes and Jaeger on stage. This it's took an interesting turn. Does does the the trend of, you know, bands dressing up as other bands, does that happen down here that that often? That used to be a huge thing when I lived up in Boston. Uh, bands would like perform as, you know, this band or the other band. Not as often. Yeah, I don't it think happens it on occasion. Sounds cool. Like yeah. the great cover up is kind of yeah. like that, but right. not exactly like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And the great cover up is awesome in its own sense too, because I, uh, I haven't been to one yet, but I every time I hear about one, I'm just like, man, I totally should have gone to that because I think I'd heard Lost in the Trees did something with Radiohead last year, I think, hmm. and um, I know the Lollipops, uh, Iggy dressed up as Iggy Pop. So that that lent itself to that, but um, it's it's awesome to see and seeing them dress up as other bands is something that you don't usually get to see. But it's cool to kind of see them donning another attire and sort of taking on a new style at that point. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm always I'm always surprised when I see that and it's happening in like February. I was like, this should happen on Halloween. <laughs> are you are you looking at your calendar right? I don't. So uh, we're gonna be wrapping things up here. Um, Thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, I have been here through the better part of this half hour with Corby Hill, uh, Chris DeFusco, and Matt Klosky from Legends. (laughs) That's right. And uh, they are going to be putting on the show tonight, Let Feedback Ring, at Legends. Uh, It's going to be a fantastic show, and we're going to have Ghost Blonde, Alpha Cop, and Lay Weekend performing. All fantastic local artists. Definitely be on the lookout for some shows from these guys in the future because I'm excited to see what is going to come from it. And it's going to be awesome to get to see more shows at Legends because it's an awesome space that is totally not utilized as much as it should be at this point. So once again, thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thank you.